in today's show. It's time for me to tell you who you don't leave your draft without in a points league. Yes, it's a points league. You guys crying, oh, where's the points league stuff? Where's the points league stuff? The points league stuff is here, and Michael Bolton is as well. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. We're here. It's points leagues. Yes. I can't cover everything all the time. People complain, you hate points leagues. You're never going to do anything on points leagues. There was a points league sleeper show and a points league bus, bus show within the last week. There's going to be mock drafts coming. And, and the same as the people who go, oh, give me more auction stuff. Yeah, the vast majority of people are... Category league players who have snake drafts. And that's what the majority of my content is. Now, 80% of that content carries across to every league type. We are going to do specific stuff on points leagues here in this must draft show. We're going to go round by round for Yahoo and for ESPN of guys that I think you should be looking to draft in those rounds. And I reckon if you came out with a team based on all of these guys in each round, you'd be looking pretty good. That's my assumption. We're going to go through that. Again, the title must draft is because everyone loves must draft. It's garbage. It's nonsense. It's my title. I think it's full of crap. There's no one player where you're going, I have to get this guy. Absolutely have to. Because it paralyzes your draft. Because then you start reaching 30 spots, 20 spots ahead of where you should get him. When in reality, that guy who you desperately had to have, you might have been able to get someone two rounds later who averaged two fewer fantasy points. Right? So use the idea of must draft as complete hyperbole and hyperbole and complete, I don't know why I said it like that, um, and just something because that's what people want to hear, but I need to he- you to hear that title must draft and understand that it doesn't exist and that getting someone at all costs is a bad way to conduct a fantasy draft. In saying all that, Warnie? Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> All right, we're in round one, and I'll be honest with you guys, on ESPN and on Yahoo, this is using their ESPN default scoring and Yahoo default scoring, but oh, my scoring's got double-doubles. I can't help that sort of stuff. Like We have custom projections on Basketball Monster, but I can't go through every single um, permutation of scoring settings. The first round ADPs, this is all based on their current ADPs on these sites. There's no one who I go, ooh. Oh, that's, that's tremendous value in round one. Like, I think Giannis has a chance to be literally the number one player in Yahoo Fantasy Points Leagues. His ADP is at four. It is the second highest, like 3.8 or something. It's you know, overall four. So if you get him at two or three, it's, it's good value. If he slides to four, it's good. But is it a must-draft situation? Like, I guess so. If he falls anywhere, like anywhere 
that Giannis goes. Like I can, I I wouldn't take him at one. I'd take Jokic there. But literally, if Giannis falls at any other spot, you take him. And the same goes with ESPN. Like you look at their ADPs for the first round. And, I, and again, I made this post on Reddit yesterday or the day before, saying we hyper focus on first round. And then who do I pair in the second round? And in the end, that doesn't actually matter for fantasy and fantasy drafts and fantasy success. It doesn't matter. The only way it matters is if one of those players just has a season-ending injury, which you cannot predict. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. It's We put 80% of our focus on it, and it means 10% of your end result. Numbers made up, of course, but around that. So anyway, Kevin Durant has an ADP of 10 on ESPN. He was fifth per game last season. I would be looking at him near 7, 8, around that mark, but no one massively stands out. I just wanted to highlight these two guys who I think can exceed these numbers pretty comfortably on a per-game basis, but you got to tie in the risk of Durant and age and injury, and Giannis is going to miss some time as well. But don't hyper-focus on round one. It's not worth your energy. It's not worth your time to focus on that round. It's much more important to be looking at other areas of drafts. That's where you win. That's where you lose. Round two. In saying this, though, Ja Morant has an ADP of 19 on Yahoo. He is a first-round player, I think, in a points league. Don't get it twisted for category leagues. He isn't. This could be the seventh-best player in a points league. Yes, there is games played issues with Morant with multiple knee injuries last season. That is a concern. But if I'm sitting there mid-round and Ja comes up, uh, I'll, I'll take him. I've got no problem with doing that. I think we do have that risk, but who amongst us, whom, whomst, doesn't have an injury risk? Like, first-round players, Giannis, knee issues. Embiid, knee back. Doncic, ankle injuries the last two, three years. Durant, hamstrings, knees, whatever. Steph, ankles, knees, hands. Tatum, broke his wrist in the finals. He's been fine regular season. Harden, hamstrings. Trey Young, apparently he's a miracle man. Um, Towns, just came out of hospital. Lamelo missed 30 games or so in his rookie season. LeBron missed big chunks of three of the last four years. Lillard missed 50 games last season. Like these are the top 15 or so or 13 guys. And everyone's had big injuries. It just happens. And the same goes with ESPN. At the end of round two, you can get a first round player. Now, you have to have some pretty big balls, right? You have to have the ability to get let down. You have to have the understanding that, oh, okay, I'm taking a risk and I'm swinging. Because if you take Anthony Davis in round two, and I think you should, but some people will just say, I'm never drafting him again. And I get it. I get it. He is consistently, but he missed yesterday's preseason game with back stiffness. That's not great. There's always something with his lower body or back or anything. It is a risk. And again, I say this, so I had someone to talk about in the second round, because most of the other ADPs in round two, pretty okay. There's no one who massively stands out, but AD does. If he's able to play 65 games, he's probably a first-round guy. And if that happens, then getting yourself a first-round player at the end of round two, like you're pairing here, allegedly, Jokic with Davis, and if Davis ends up as the 10th, 11th best player, it's a really good start to winning your league. It could screw you over, and you've got to understand that. But... And that's a lot of these guys whose ADPs have fallen. And taking risk is important <clears throat> in some situations. And it's got to be calculated and it's got to be minimal and it's got to be 
for the right guy at the right time, depending on your opponents. There's so many things that factor into it. But that, on a strict per-game basis, Davis beats, I think he was eighth or ninth last season, per game in ESPN Points Leagues. Tell you what's not number eight. That's BetOnline. Because BetOnline.net is your number one source of football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find, including Broncos Country Let's Ride. They are against the Colts today. Three-point favorites with Mr. Unlimited taking on the Indianapolis Colts and Matt Ryan. The total is 42 points. Now I know why the Broncos are favored, even though they lost Javante Williams. Um, Jonathan Taylor's out. So there you go. I was going to call him JTT, but he's just one T. JT, J single T is in there, uh, or he's out. So they're uh, having to struggle without him. And all the other action from week five in the NFL. Who do my Dolphins play? Look at the Jets. All right, let's go. Take on Jack Milson. Uh, not Jack, Zach Milson. We're three and a half point favorites. All of the odds for week five over at Bet Online. And it's not just that, it's live betting, it's esports, and. It's all of your action from your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Let's look at round three. feel really good about this one on Yahoo. Pascal Siakam's at 29. Um, really good about that. He was 16th per game last season. I think he might actually be better than that this season. 29 is, is silly. It's ridiculous. Um... You're getting him anywhere in round three, you're doing great. Like, that is unbelievable value. Like, you get a jar in round two and a Siakam in round three. I think you should be pretty happy with that. You won't always. Depends on your league and how people basing stuff off ADP. Um, But these are options here because obviously this is average, meaning sometimes Siakam goes later than this. Sometimes he goes earlier than this. On ESPN, it is another risky one. But Kyrie Irving's at 28. 28. Kyrie, to me, has fewer risks than Anthony Davis. He hasn't been hurt in a long time. Now, he could easily get hurt. We know this. But he was 10th per game last season. He averaged 48 fantasy points. If I get the 48th player, sorry, I can get someone averaging 48 fantasy points, even if he averages 47 this season, which he might, at yeah, pick 28, he's ranked 34th on ESPN. That's another top 10 guy. Now, I wouldn't want to pair him and Davis together because there is risk associated with Kyrie and not just for the personal stuff. It is, he used to get hurt quite a bit and you always seem to have issues with his shoulder or with his knee. So that's, and again, it's another risk, but you've got to weigh that up. Now, when we get to round four, you'll see the ESPN one there that I like is less risky, but the Yahoo one has more risk associated with it. And we'll do that right now because on Yahoo in round four, you can find a first round player. And it's Zion Williamson. He's got an ADP of 38. And again, I get it. Like, I know he missed all of last season. I also know the year before that, he played a huge amount of minutes and games and was awesome. And he looked great in the preseason. There's going to be risk with a lot of these guys. His risk is elevated because he's missed chunks. He's basically missed one and a half out of three seasons. That's true. But at 38, the payoff there is huge. It's, it's, it's so big. It's so big. Like, theoretically, if you had have gone with Giannis, Jar, Siakam, Zion, that's four top 15 players, I think. Not without its risk. But if you have those four top 15 players, the, the league's done, really. Like, let's be fair. 
four, four top 15ers. And when you're getting Zion in round four, the element of risk decreases. The ESPN one, I just, I love it. Like, it, it's it's great. Darren Fox sits at 48. He was 40th in a really down season last year. He averaged just 37.5 fantasy points. I think he smashes through 40 here, to be honest. 42, 43, 44, maybe. It's a round two player, maybe round three, around that round two, round three turn type of a guy. And you're getting him at not only in round four, but the average draft position of the last pick of round four. That's tremendous. And I don't really think there's much risk associated with it, to be honest. Where's the risk with that? I think it's just strong value, like massively strong value. And the same goes for the two that I've got in round five. I'd really be happy with these guys. Yes, it's another Pelicans player. It's Brandon Ingram at 52. Ingram is going to lose value with Zion there. I, I can't sit here and tell you that that won't happen. He was 35th last season. So let's say he loses a bit and becomes a fourth round guy. He's 42nd, 43rd. 52, again, that's average. Is he going to 58 in some sports? I've seen him go real late. All right, he can go really late in many situations. So, yeah, I, that's it's just too far down, man. Round four, love it. And then on ESPN, Terry Rogier is at 60. 60. I know he's not a sexy name, but he was 42nd last season and he gets a usage bump now. Why isn't he a fourth round guy bordering on third round guy? That is That is actual foolishness at number 60. Now, they do have him ranked at 43, so the ADP might catch up. But people just think he's boring, because he is a little bit, and he slides. But even if you get him at 43, where his rank is, I I still think there's value in that. But you didn't think that I'd tell you that a must-draft player would be the double royal Julius Randle. His ADP sits at 67 on Yahoo. Now, he is... Uh, an atrocious category league player at times. Yeah, how bad he was last season. We all know how bad he was, right? He was 28th on Yahoo Points Leagues. Like, he, he racked up numbers. Now, I expect that to fall away with the addition of the burner, Jalen Bronson, and maybe with Randall pulling his head in for once. But ADP 67, they've also got him X-ranked at 103. So that ADP is going to actually drop. This might be one of the biggest absolute steals in Yahoo Points Leagues that's out there. It is ridiculous. And then, Ben Simmons is playing. He played in preseason. The back is maybe an issue. But on ESPN, he's got an ADP of 71. 71 for Simo. Um, I I think he's like a third-round player. Top 35 guy. Maybe top 30. Maybe, worst case, he's 50th. All right. 50th, who cares? These are... This is what I mean by talking about don't focus on the first round too much. It's really hard to get it wrong. Do you take Durant or Trey or Lillard or or Steph or whatever, right? It's really hard to get it wrong. The value is where you get Simmons in round six as a third round player or Randall in round six as maybe a second round player, probably a third. That's where making the right picks makes sense. Like instead of taking Tobias Harris in round six, you take these guys. That's where you gain your value. Not agonizing over is it Trey or is it Lamelo or is it Lillard. That's not worth your energy. This is. And round seven on Yahoo. It's a familiar name because Ben Simmons is actually lower on Yahoo. He's at 78. So much risk people think is associated with him. 
But again, this is a top 30 possible player. Points leagues are really good for him. He could average 40 fantasy points. And at 78, there is actually zero risk. Oh, you know what? He gets hurt. Oh, well. You can recover from losing a seventh round pick like so easily. It's not the end of the world. But if it hits, you can't find that value anywhere else. It's an amazing pick. And then on ESPN, my mate, our relative, our friend, cousin, Kevin Porter. He also has an ADP of 78 over on the ESPN platform. I think he's going to take a step forward from last season. Now, last season, he was about this area, 31, 32 fantasy points. I think he's 35, 36 this year. I think he takes a step forward. I do not like Kevin Porter as a player or as a long-term prospect or as a future star or even a future starter in three years. But I don't care because we're talking about this, this season right here. And I think he takes a step forward this season. And I think that he beats that number by a couple of rounds, I would guess. That's sort of where I've got him sitting. I said that the Julius Randle ADP value might have been the best on the board. This one's going to be close in round eight because on Yahoo, it's Rowan Barrett Jr. He's got an ADP of 93, and he's one of those players that pre-ranks that aren't specified to formats can't get right because ADP of 93, I feel, is too early for him in a category league, but it's way too late in a points league, and you have to understand whatever format you're in, you're where he sits. His X rank is at 123. Last season, Barrett was 72nd in points leagues. So even if he doesn't improve from last season, even if he takes a marginal step back, it's still so much room of value there. Like, I love it. It's unbelievable value. And then, on ESPN... Whose horse is that? I was calling him the Stallion, but no, that's apparently not what his nickname was. It was the Mustang, but I don't care. This is our friend Horse, Keldon Johnson. Yes, he's entering the season with a shoulder issue. He's got an ADP of 93. I will... Uh, you know where he finished last season, by the way? 95. 95. And now DeJounte Murray's not there. 95 was his ADP last... Uh, sorry, his rank last season on ESPN Points Leagues. This is a top 50 adjacent Points League player. And if you're getting him in round eight, you're going close to winning, I, I, I would say. What do you think of these so far like which ones do you hate which ones don't if you are on youtube drop it in the comments i always like that and while you're there hit subscribe that's always helpful too um round nine another one that just is amazing value larry Markinen's at 106 yes i know larry Markinen has disappointed us in the past um i don't know if he ever really disappointed me because i never thought he was good sort of done what i thought he would do he on this kind of Cavs team last season was 112th averaging 26 points all right that's not far off where he's getting drafted now. Do we actually think the situation in Utah is not different at all to what it was in Cleveland? I think you're kidding yourself. Like He might take the most shots on that team. Yeah, Colin Sexton exists. But Markinen starting, Sexton isn't at the moment. I think he will. 106, round nine. What are we doing? Top 70 player. Top 60 at best. I think top 85 at worst for Markinen. I, I love this. And then I know that Nyeka Kongwu is good. I like Anekura Kongwu. I probably had him higher in his draft class than anybody. I had him at three ahead of James Wiseman, right? Not many people did that. I love him. But the assumption just seems to be, well, Capella's gone. Okongwu is going to take over. And I don't really think that's true. I like Okongwu. I would try to get him those minutes. I do not think that's necessarily going to happen. It's definitely not happening at the start of the year. And therefore, Clint Capella is getting pushed down draft boards a lot. He was 68th last season. You can get him outside the top 100. So even if Okongwu takes over, 
Who cares? And if a Kongwu doesn't, well, you've stolen value. Stolen it. Pilfered it. It's got around 10. Old mate's back, Kevin Porter Jr. ADP of 110. Now, there are other guys in some of these rounds that I could have gone through. I'm just trying to give you the highlights of the guys that I like. But at 110, Kevin Porter, mate, I, I love it. Again, this is a guy that on Yahoo was 76th in points last season. That is thievery. It's thievery. At, in round 10, a potential top 60 player. If you if you just if you get these guys in these rounds, it, it's done. Like imagine getting market in around nine, Randall in round seven or whatever it was, Porter in round ten. Like your team's gonna just be filled with top sixty players, I think. And then for ESPN, I pick ADP one hundred and seventeen. It's the starting power forward for the Hornets. It's PJ Washington Jr. Washington was one hundred and twenty third last season as a reserve in twenty seven minutes. So unless you think he's going to remain as a reserve and remain playing 27 minutes, then in round 10, he's actually right on value. But if you think he's going to improve that, then he smashes it. Uh, I think it's simple as that. I don't see any downside in taking PJ Washington in this area. I don't see any downside in taking him in round nine, to be honest. Even if in round eight, I think he might actually squeeze value out of it. Foolish. This is slow. Round 11. Well, number of guys could have gone here. But on Yahoo, we're going to take sticks. Stand by your man. He's dealing with an ankle injury. He was, well, but he started yesterday. He's at 122. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I just, it's, it's too low. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I think he's a round eight guy, a top 80 sort of a fantasy player. Um, the minutes are definitely going up from where they were last season. Like, there's other guys in this round. We could have looked at Spencer Dinwiddie's in this round. Cole Anthony goes in this round. Nick Claxton goes in this round. So many guys are getting drafted in this area. Um, that, like, it's crazy to me. Jalen Smith, that's, that's again, it's just picking around, going, well, who do I want that's going to kill it? And I think he's one of them. And then round 11 on ESPN, Gordon Haywood. Like, uh, the... The guy that's going one pick after him is Montrez Harrell. You get Hayward at 127. Who cares if he gets injured? Because if he plays 60 games, you've smashed it. And maybe he doesn't play 60 games. But 60 is not a high watermark. If he plays 70, unlikely, really unlikely, I, that's you've killed it here. You've killed it. There's, but there is a lot of value players around here. Um, Jabari Smith. Is here. Like, just tremendous value on him at 125 ADP on ESPN. Like, that's amazing value. Like, you can you can get... There's just so many guys here in this area. Monty Morris at 122. Jalen Smith at 127. Now, I covered all this on sleepers and busts as well. And you can check it all out on Basketball Monster 2 to see how guys project versus ADP and rank... That's all over there too. But there's just so many good options in round 11. Probably, you know, to be honest, I probably should have had um, Jabari Smith as the guy here. But both him and Gordon Haywood can be round six players, I think. Smith currently dealing with a bit of an injury as well. Round 12. I'm not going to do round 13 because that's where you take your flyers. Jalen Suggs at 139 on Yahoo. You know, Gary Harris, no Markel Fultz. I think he's going to get good minutes early on. 
doesn't have to blow you away when you're taking him at this spot. He just has to be okay. And I think he's going to be better than okay. Like, if I look at where Suggs sits, what's his ADP? 139. Like, these guys have an ADP higher than him. Paddy Mills, Duncan Robinson, Pat Connaughton, John Kaminga, Larry Nance, Evan Fournier, PJ Tucker. I'm assuming they got drafted in one or two leagues and that pushed them there, but like, let someone else do that. And then on ESPN, Cam Johnson's at 138. Did hurt his thumb yesterday. Looks like he'll be okay to start the season, but starting power forward, that might be a top 100 number moving through the rest of the season. Now, ESPN's ADP data cuts off at 140 because most of their default stuff is 10 team leagues. I don't know why it's so small, but it is. But Cam Johnson in the last round, Cam Johnson in round well, you know, round 13 or, or round 12 or round 11 or even round 10, I think he beats that number. So, what did you think? There's so many other options, which you know, we're going to do a points league mock draft coming up probably tomorrow. So you can check that out there and see where I'm talking about the value of players also. But there are some guys in each round on both formats that I think are going to return tremendous value for you. Drop it down in the comments below what you think and follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app for here on YouTube. You know what to do. You thumb it up. You leave those comments down below. And guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.